welcome to another episode of No Doubt, where we will look at current events, people, and everyday issues in language from a Shin Buddhist perspective, and then talk about in-depth points that delve more deeply into the doctrine of this tradition. My name is Takashi Miyagi, and I will be your host. Let's get started. first segment of our episode where we're going to talk about current events or things that are more relevant to people's everyday lives before moving on to talking about more uh, doctrinal points in the second segment. So to begin with, the topic of today is do Shin Buddhists believe in good luck? To which the short answer to that is um, no. Um, there are there are a few places in the collected works of Shinan in which um, Shinan Shonin does talk about this, um, and the first one is on page four hundred and twenty-two, and in the hymns he has two verses here, and it states, "As a mark of increase in the five defilements, all monks and lay people of this age behave outwardly." like followers of the Buddhist teaching, but in their inner thoughts believe in non-Buddhist paths. How lamentable it is that monks and lay people select fortunate times and auspicious days and paying homage to gods of the heavens and earth engage in divination and rituals of worship." End quote. So basically, Shinashonin is kind of addressing um, people who call themselves Buddhists but take part in um, um, believing in fortunate times and auspicious days. Uh, in other words, that would be to the equivalent of what we would think of as uh, fortune telling, tarot cards, or uh, astrology, um, and other superstitious um, paths. Um, again, he's not saying that we, we should disparage these things. He's not saying that we should look down on these things, but he is saying, um, will these things bring you true and lasting happiness in your life? And shouldn't we be focusing ourselves on what does bring us true and lasting happiness? And at, if you're a Buddhist, then that is to me, to, that is to be uh, that you are following the Buddhist path the path of the Buddha Dharma, uh, which do not talk about these things. And so we should be concerned with um, with uh, the, the path that will bring us true and lasting happiness. And so things about like um, tarot or uh, fortune telling and astro astrology, these things, he asks, you know, will these things bring you true happiness? Will knowing your future, trying to make more money, praying for your health to get better, will these things bring you true happiness? Um, at the end of the day, you can't take any of your fortune with you. You will grow old someday. You will lose your youth and your energy. You will die someday. Uh, wouldn't you want to resolve this problem, the problem of death? Uh, instead of looking to worldly benefits that will only bring you temporary happiness, even if if you are right, if they are right, you know. Uh, so he's asking us this question. Uh, these these things talk about 
uh, superstitious beliefs talk about worldly benefits. They're not going to bring you true and lasting happiness. You should focus your attention on that which brings you true and lasting happiness. And that is the path of the Buddha Dharma is what he is trying to get us to understand. So, um, you know, in, in, in the Nishihonganji or, you know, Jodo Shinshu Buddhism, one thing, if you ever go to any of the temples here in America or in Japan, if you go to what we call headquarters or Honzang, uh, which is our headquarters, or any temple uh, Jodo Shinshu, that's affiliated with Jodo Shinshu Buddhism in Japan, they do not have what's called Omamori. Uh, omamori is, uh, it's a it's a talisman. It's usually in the shape of a small kind of like a square uh, uh, pouch looking thing, but it's actually like a, I don't even know um, how to describe it. Uh, it's got like a, a very ornate design on it. And um, usually what it's supposed to do is, is bring you good luck or it's, a, it's supposed to be a form of prayer that brings you good fortune. Um, but Jodo Shinshu and the temples uh, of Jodo Shinshu Buddhism do not have these and they don't sell these at the at the temple, which is kind of unfortunate because we would make a killing if we did that. We would the, the temple would make a lot of money if they if they sold uh, Omamori or if they had like, you know, prayer cards or these kinds of things. But um, uh, but Shinan taught us not to take part in these things that uh, talk about good luck or believing in superstition. So uh, the things like uh, the Greek zodiac or the Chinese zodiac, um, we may observe these things, you know, culturally, um, you know, or for fun, right? But we shouldn't take them seriously. Uh, like for for me, example, I'm I was born uh, on the year of the rat. And so I'm supposed to be clever and that I hide my money in different places. Wait a minute. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't. I don't do those things. But um, uh, or do I? No, but uh, so we can look at these things and, and, and ingest or, you know, when we're hanging out with friends and be like, oh, you know, that person's uh, uh, acting like what a what a typical rat is or what a typical cow is or what a typical year the dragon is or whatever. Um you know, the Greek Zodiac, I'm an Aries. Um, Aries, um, I read somewhere, are supposed to walk fast because they're extremely determined. Um, and it just so happens that I do walk really fast, but I think that it's completely just uh, coincidence that that's the case. Um, so uh, Shina Shoning is telling us, you know, that do, I mean, are these things, knowing that, you know, first of all, these things are so broad that it could apply to anybody. But second of all, I mean, why, you know, are these things going to bring you true and lasting happiness? Is knowing that you walk fast going to bring you true and lasting happiness? And Shina Shoning is saying, no, that's not, that won't do that. Um, a lot of times people will misunderstand uh, the Nembutsu and, and think that it's supposed to kind of bring about some kind of good luck or that you're trying to pray for something to happen. Like uh, if you um, go to Las Vegas and you're at the slot machines and, and you say, no, Mandaps, and you pull the, the, the lever, but, uh, you know, it's not going to work in that way, obviously. What we do believe in, however, on, on the flip side to that, the answer to that is that we do believe in the law of causality, which is the law of karma. And this is a basic fundamental Buddhist principle, the law of cause 
an effect. If you do not believe in causality, you are not a Buddhist. Buddhists, all Buddhists, believe in the law of cause and effect, and it is like the one, I think, the one of the most fundamental um, uh, basic tenets of Buddhism that you have to kind of abide by um, or believe in, because it's it's true. Uh, th this world operates on uh, causality. And in, in, in many respects, that's a very cutthroat principle. Uh, and the problem is we would be much smarter in anticipating future outcomes if we were able to keep track of all of the what we call causes and conditions that went into creating a certain outcome. Uh, Buddhism is very pragmatic. It's very realistic. Uh, there's there's no BS here. There's no magic involved. There's no superstition. No like uh, secret hidden meanings in terms of like supernatural entities or miracles. Um, Shinnashoni doesn't say that these things don't exist, right? But he is saying, but in knowing that, they will they bring you will that bring you true happiness, right? Uh, and to which he's he, he is saying, no, it doesn't. It will not bring you true and true and lasting happiness. So as a as a school of Buddhism, we should be focusing on the Buddha Dharma, the Nembut's teaching, the teaching of Amida Buddha's universal compassion that applies to all sentient beings and provides a path of spiritual liberation out of this world of delusion. And all of these superstitious beliefs, astrology, zodiac, uh, and, and tarot cards, and fortune telling, these things will only uh, are, deal only uh, with the side of worldly benefits and 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 they they stray us away from looking at what really we should be focusing on which is our own mortality and how to come to terms with that and so uh, one of the terms that I think gets uh, under underemphasized um, and, and and needs to be uh, kind of focused on a little bit more here in America is the term going uh, in Japanese and goen means uh, causes and conditions um, or uh, it could also mean encountering um, but I'm, I'm I do want to translate it here uh, for the purposes of this discussion as causes and conditions and uh, going back to the idea of causality causes and conditions are what create a certain outcome to happen, right? Uh, and the Buddha knows all of the past causes and conditions, but what we can see is only so far, right? We can we we only understand a limited amount of causes, and a lot of times we are guessing as to what those causes are that created a certain outcome, a certain result. But um, the the infinite causes and conditions that lead to our lives here and now that lead to our relationships our relationship with our spouse our relationship with our children our relationship with our parents our relationship with our relatives and friends and these things these are all through the infinite causes and conditions that happened before and just to give you a small example um you know i have my parents my parents had parents those parents had parents, those parents had parents, and it keeps going on and on and on. And before you know it, there are tens and thousands of people that were involved directly 
in the making of who you are. Your existence matters. Your existence is dependent upon their existences. And as such, it is, um, it, uh, it is nothing short of what some people would call a miracle, but what we as Buddhists call causes and conditions, which makes us, which makes the situation arigatai. And arigatai is a Japanese word to what translates today as being thankful for, right? But if you look at the chi the Chinese characters, the kanji that of arigatai, it means if you literally translate that, aru means um, there is, and then gatai is a. Uh, uh, um, is read katai, right? Katai, uh, which means difficult. Difficult how it is that the situation now is what it is right now. In other words, how many causes and conditions had to have come before in order for this situation to arise right now? And because of that, because of its rarity in its occurrence, I am grateful for being given this gift of now. I am grateful for being given this life right now that I have with me. Even if I die tomorrow or I die 10, 20 years later, what I have up until this moment is nothing short of an, uh, of an awesome phenomenon that takes place, that involves infinite an infinite number of causes and conditions that had to occur uh, um, and and uh, in order for me to be where I'm at right now and so um, the law of causality the law of karma and another term going causes and conditions these are basic and fundamental Buddhist principles that we as Buddhists abide by that we believe in not because um, it's, it's something that will bring us benefit, worldly benefit, or that it'll bring us some kind of, uh, um, fortuitous outcome in our lives, but because it is the law of this, um, uh, it is not law, but it is a universal truth that applies to everything within, um, this world. And so that is what the Buddha Dharma is, in fact, right? Buddha Dharma means the law, right? The law, in other words, the truth, a universal truth um, that we are uh, recognizing uh, within the Buddha Dharma. And so Shinra Shonin is asking us to question the validity, the need uh, for things like superstition and fortune-telling and uh, things like auspicious days, right? Those things only serve to further confuse us in this world of delusion. They do not br bring us true and lasting happiness. So to answer the question of do Jodo Shinshu Buddhists believe in luck, uh, the simple answer is no. And uh, Shinai Shonin is asking us to focus our attention on uh, the Buddha Dharma and that which brings us the path to uh, true spiritual liberation.
Welcome back to the second segment of our episode where we will focus more on doctrinal issues and points uh, specifically in the Jodo Shinshu teaching. Um, what I'm going to do is uh, try to introduce to you topics and terms um, that I cannot uh, kind of discuss uh, at the Dharma messages on Sunday services. Um, you know, something that I found uh, doing the Dharma messages on Sunday services is that the age range uh, is anywhere from little children to the elderly, right? Um, the interests range goes uh, from people who want a simple, straight up kind of uh, moralistic point that they want to learn that they could take with them to ev- to their everyday lives, uh, and people on the other side who uh, want something a little bit more uh, abstract, who want something a little bit more philosophical in nature. Uh, to this is kind of like the the challenge that every Buddhist minister is going to have to go through is to kind of find the average um, of where is where is the you know the average line uh, between all these different interests and demographics within the the sangha and the minister has to kind of coordinate through all of that um, so it becomes uh, the topics. Um, become a little bit harder, uh, become a little bit more limited in, in terms of the things that we can talk about. And I think that this uh, venue uh, of me of being able to use a podcast to be able to look uh, more deeply into kind of the more technical terms and the uh, the deeper uh, and harder kind of uh, complicated uh, notions that, that kind of come up in the teachings, um, I can not only introduce, but uh, maybe perhaps uh, show uh, a little bit more of an explanation in order to be able to better understand Shindan's thought. So here in the second segment, we're going to be focusing on the continuation from last episode, which is the issue of doubt and what doubt is in Shinna Shonin's thinking. Um, There's a lot of different aspects and features uh, that are uh, involved with the issue of doubt. And in the last episode, we discussed the issue of self-power, which is the mind that believes in one's own strength to be able to attain enlightenment and therefore disregards the uh, Amida Buddha's uh, vow power or compassionate activity. Moving on, there's another term called Shin Zaifukushin, uh, which um, is translated in the collective works of Shinan as the recompense of good and evil. The recompense of good and evil. Um, I've, I've, I'm okay with that, um, but I have my own understanding or interpretation. Um, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be helpful to the listener or not. But the way that I translated is to believe in karmic currency as the cause for birth. Karmic currency. Um, So um, this is a very uh, big topic, so I'm going to have to kind of go into it in detail here. But shin, zaifuku shin, the shin means uh, to believe, okay? And then zai is uh, tsumi, which means uh, I think it's literally translated to sin, or uh, but other other words are like evil actions, evil deeds, uh, misguided deeds. Okay, that's zai tsumi, and then fuku uh, means uh, good fortune, things that you do that brings about a fortuitous outcome, something that you would 
like to have happen to you, okay? And then shin, this last shin is kokoro, the mind of, okay? So it's basically the mind that believes in the recompense of good and evil. The mind that believes that your birth to the Pure Land is dependent upon the karmic currency that you have. In other words, it's this idea that if you do good things, you, let's say, um, we, we, uh, we, say that your actions amount to a certain currency okay and the good things that you do mean that you accrue your savings account and this savings account as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger you can use then uh, to buy your way into birth in the pure land on the other hand if you do bad things like i don't know steal a car um I don't know, uh, get arrested for something, uh, hurting other people. Uh, doing these bad things then will take away from your savings account, right? Will take away uh, the good things that you have done. And so in the end, what pans out, if you have more good than you do evil, then you can uh, buy your way. You can access the birth in the pure land. And it is, in, it is to believe in this system of uh, uh, of this kind of transaction uh, that you can buy your way into the pure land through your good acts believing in this system is another form of doubt is what Shinan Shonisha says and this is an extremely radical thing right because if you think about it it means then that ethics right is not uh, the decisive factor in whether you will go to the pure land or not, whether you will be born in the pure land or not, right? In in our uh, Judeo-Christian society that we live, where the the influence of the Abrahamic traditions is very strong here, um, the idea of ethics is very central. If I'm not mistaken, I'm I'm in no way an expert in in those religions, but. Um, that is my understanding. What little understanding I have of those traditions, um, but even on a on a on a general uh, sense of of how uh, our society works and how we believe things to be, we believe in the golden rule: the good things that you do bring about a good outcome. The bad things that you do uh, bring about a bad outcome or an unfortuitous outcome. Right? And that's that's the way that we have been. Uh, conditioned to believe since time immemorial, since we were little kids, right, all the way up until the day that we die. And Jodo Shinshu Buddhism is not saying that that's incorrect, right? In terms of the way this world works, this the world of uh, uh, that we live in, the Saha world, right? That is the way in which things work, right? Where you do good things, good things will come to you. You do bad things, bad things will come to you, right? It's this karmic recompense that, right, that uh, that that works in this society that we live in. That is fine and dandy, right? But when it comes to birth in the Pure Land, Jodo Shinshu Buddhism is saying it is a completely separate issue. Birth in the Pure Land does not rely on uh, moralistic or ethical actions that you have committed or not committed. Um, birth in the Pure Land relies solely on Shinjing, relies solely on whether you awaken to the, the underlying dynamic reality of Amida Buddha's compassion. 
and that is what enables uh, birth in the Pure Land. That is what we call the cause of birth in the Pure Land, or the true cause of birth in the Pure Land. In Japanese, the term is Shinjin Shōin. Shinjin, uh, and then Shō means is the right cause right and then in is cause right so Xinjing is the true cause for birth in the pure land so you cannot buy your way into the pure land uh, and and uh, on the other hand uh, doing bad acts or being a uh, person who has committed karmic e karmic evil does not necessarily bar you from gaining access to birth in the pure land and that and I know in the general notion of how we think about ethics is very radical to say something uh, of this nature, right? And this is why there were so many misunderstandings uh, regarding this tradition because a lot of people said, well, hey, I mean, if our birth is already, birth in the Pure Land is guaranteed, then we could just do whatever we want. And that's what a lot of people did. And actually, as a matter of fact, there were even factions that said, you have to do bad things because if you don't, that shows that you don't believe in Amida Buddha's compassion. Amida Buddha's compassion, which is, uh, which uh, promises or guarantees to liberate even the most evil sentient being. And so this misunderstanding occurred over and over again throughout the history of Jodo Shinshu Buddhism. Shinan Shonin, in one of the letters, he says, imagine that um, you have drank some poison and that your death is certain. But also, next to that poison, po poison there is a, um, uh, a potion that will cure your illness, right? If you know that there is a potion that will remedy your illness, why would you go about drinking even more poison, more and more poison? Wouldn't you want, if you're really suffering and you really understood the condition in which you are in, right, the suffering state that you are in, you would not then proceed to poison yourself even more. You would be quick to drink that potion, right, that, that remedy that will cure your illness. In the same sense then, when we understand the true dynamic reality of Amida Buddha's compassion and that that is the path out, the way out, the way that will uh, liberate us from this condition of illness that we are in wouldn't we want to seek the path of the Buddha Dharma and listen to the teachings of the Buddha Dharma as opposed to uh, purposefully uh, trying to inflict pain on other people and so this is a very powerful uh, I think um, explanation that Shinan Shonin gives to say hey you know just because this this path to, to spiritual freedom is is provided for you. That doesn't mean you can just go and do whatever you want. You gotta you have to make an effort to to listen to this teaching and to truly understand this. As a matter of fact, he says if you do not uh, truly understand, right? If you have a misunderstanding of what the Buddha Dharma is, then you presume to know what what the Buddha's wisdom is, and that is what causes you to do bad things, which is. Uh, all the more reason why you are suffering from your own ego, right? Your egotistical thinking to think that you can just do whatever the heck you want and 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 do things that are good for yourself, right? Uh, so Shinran Shonin is saying that if you truly understand Amida Buddha's compassion or 
the wisdom that is provided to you from Amida Buddha, you would not go about doing things hurtful that are uh, intentionally uh, hurtful of others and cause suffering and pain onto yourself and others. So that'll do it for us today. In the first segment, we talked about do Jodo Shinshu Buddhists believe in luck, to which the uh, short, straight answer to that is no, we do not. And in the second segment, um, we talked about a, a second feature of doubt, which is the recompense of good and evil, or to believe in karmic currency as the car- cause for birth, which is called Shin Zaifukushin in Japanese. Um, this led to a lot of misunderstandings about what Jodo Shinshu Buddhism is about. So it's a very um, sensitive uh, subject that needs thorough explaining in order to make sure that it is not misunderstood. Thank you for tuning in to today to another episode of No Doubt. I'm your host, Takashi Miyagi. As the Master Shandao states, quote, May we together awaken the Bodhi mind and be born in the realm of serenity and joy. End quote. Take care, Dharma friends. Until next time, Namo Amidabutsu.